Hello and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. So welcome folks, this is Phil Jessen, Graham Jones and Simon Hazeldean for another saleschatshow.com session and in the chair this time is Mr. Graham Jones talking about social CRM. Graham, what on earth are you talking about? Well, a CRM, obviously, customer relationship management, I'm sure you, you know <laughs> yes, what that means, yes. but social CRM is taking into account the whole world of social media and how we incorporate that into CRM. And I have a view that CRM has never been what it says it is. That for years people have said, oh, you know, we use CRM, customer relationship management software. And then people go, what's the best CRM program and all the rest of it? And actually, all it does is enable you to tick a list and uh, write some notes about what did or did not happen, file your expenses, and uh, say that's about relationships. But as we know, relationships are nothing to do with listing things on a document. Relationships are about human beings talking to each other. And most of what we do, most of what we talk about in sales situations is nothing whatsoever to do with sales. It's 80% social. So in an ordinary discussion, people are sitting down, talking to each other, talking to their customers about their customer's life, about what life is like at work, about their family, about their holiday. It's mostly social, and that's how you build a relationship. So if our CRM software doesn't include the social bit, it ain't CRM. But surely, Graham, says he, as a rather cynical sales and marketing director this morning, <laughs> there, there are going to be some uh, customers that salespeople visit that don't want the social chit-chat. They want to crack on with it and achieve something fairly quickly during the meeting. So they're going to be quite difficult to socialise with in the interests of uh, your agenda, surely. Yeah, but that's a fallacy, you see. People think they are like that. But actually, if you observe these situations, yes, there are plenty of psychological studies that you know look at sales situations. And when you look, video record them or you order record them and you analyse the data, even the people who say, we don't talk about family, we don't do social stuff, we crack on with the business, 80% of their discussion is still social. So they may think they're not being social, but actually they are being social. I think sometimes as well, if we look at different personality profiles, that kind of driver personality gets straight down to business. They do do, in my experience, they do social chit-chat, but they do it after the business sometimes, or it's more towards the end of the meeting than the start, which is the more, you know, uh, relationship-oriented. The crucial thing is they're still doing it. So if we want some software that manages that relationship, we do need to include the social stuff in there somewhere. We need to know how many children they've got. We need to know, you know, what their favourite wine is. We need to know where they've just been on holiday because otherwise we've got nothing to chat about. And you're suggesting that we find that out from where? Ah, well, you see, they're revealing that online themselves because they're revealing all of that information in LinkedIn, in Twitter, in Facebook, in Instagram, in all of these places. So if you're not monitoring that for each of your individual relationships and incorporating that into your CRM system you haven't got a CRM system because all of that is about them personally. So if I was a sales and marketing director today, I'm 
I'm asking my sales team on a weekly or monthly basis to tell me um, what products they've sold, what new product needs they might have identified, what our competitors are up to, that sort of stuff. So are you suggesting that your line of thought replaces all of that or are you saying that your line of thought is an additional item or more important than that it's additional because it's about clearly you need need all of that you need to know how much how well your competitors are doing you need all the data but you also need to build those relationships good salespeople have good relationships with their customers and consequently if you've got good relationships then you're more likely to sell more we know that there's plenty of data that says Mm -hmm. that but you're only if you're managing your clients through software, which a lot of businesses do these days. There's some big software out there that does this. If it doesn't include the social side of your your relationship, it's not managing your relationship. So if I was a sales and marketing director, then I'm having a one-to-one with a member of my team, and I might be saying, "Talk me through the decision-making process here." And these three people that you've talked about, uh, just tell me how you're connected with them on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram and so on and what we know about these individuals and the dialogue that you're currently having. Is that what you're suggesting you should be asking my... Absolutely. They should should know what they've just tweeted or what what they're doing on LinkedIn. They should understand what these people are doing online because then when they can go and speak to them they can talk about the pictures of their holiday they just posted on Instagram because then they can relate to them better. So this is this is a an updated version of a quite old-fashioned, or should I say classic, sales practice, that back in the day you would have the customer record card yeah. and you would, for example, make a note of the football team or That's the right. various, yeah. or even no-go conversation topic areas as well, for for, for example. Yeah, might also never talk the, politics with this person kind of yeah. thing that you would put in your, your, you know, your index card old-fashioned system. Whereas now, of course, you yeah. don't necessarily have to learn that as you go. You can notice that from what they do on Facebook, on Twitter. Yeah. And, of course, the people are making visible their personal life online. And so if you're ignoring that, you're ignoring a really valuable piece of your potential for building relationships. So I see the value because, as a, as a client said to me once, after a quite unfortunate incident, you only take a vegetarian client to a steak restaurant once. Yep. Um, <laughs> was an inter- was an interesting kind of interesting kind of approach. Um, but isn't this this feels a bit like stalking people, invading their privacy? Is is, is this? It's not stalking them. If it's, it, is, being... it is strategic stalking. <laughs> strategic <laughs> stalking. Yeah. But it's not stalking because they're being public. For those people who yeah. are not doing this, those people who are not on Facebook, who are not on Twitter, who are not putting their family pictures up on Instagram, yeah. they're not being public about this. So therefore, you can't possibly include it. So the only people you're including are those who are willing to be public about it. So when you post something on Instagram or Facebook and it's available to the world, you can't then say, actually, we don't want the people who are trying to sell us stuff looking at this. Yes. Hmm. So it's down to the person posting it, not to the salesperson. Yeah, I suppose ethically speaking, if you if you put this into the public, if you put this in, you choose to put this yeah. into the public domain on social media. Don't be surprised if people take a look at it and and, and learn learn about yeah. it. which is. I mean, I I meet people. I I post stuff about my son. He's a great rugby player. He plays for a local team. He used to be the captain, and yeah, he's a great rugby player. 
and I post stuff about that and there's pictures of him on Facebook and so on so mm. when I meet people they will sometimes say to me you know, how did Elliot get on at rugby last yeah. week mm. now if I didn't want them to ask me that question I wouldn't be putting stuff online about him fair point yes okay so we, we only release stuff that we know uh, that we're happy for people to re- yeah. react to yeah and also as well there's a wider thing here isn't there about CRM usage full stop that that progressive salespeople need to put to one side that CRM is an admin pain in the backside yeah. piece of activity or that it's big brother is watching me and as a sales manager's hovering and all that sort of stuff that actually a well populated well managed CRM with its accompanying sales pipeline and forecasting information actually is a sales aid and a sales Benefit. It's only what good salespeople have always done anyway. We now just have the technology that helps us to just to do it. Yeah. It is an investment. You do have to put in before it pays you back, don't you? You do. And you have to sort out how you're going to manage this because the way I might want information relating to my customers yeah. could be completely different to the kind of information you want to the way you relate to your customers yeah. because of different personality types and, and so on. So you, you can't say this is the way to do it. It's got to fit both the customers and you and the way you work so there is no one size fits all here it's got to work for each individual well i guess if uh, if if the customer isn't on linkedin isn't using twitter isn't using the other social yeah. media platforms that that in itself tells us something doesn't it that, that they might not want to go down the social it route it tells us they're a more private person so therefore it tells us one of the things you could then include in your social crm is you know don't talk to them about their family and life until they volunteer. Until the you see the, until you see the green lights yeah. in the conversation, right? Okay. Absolutely, absolutely. So, are are you suggesting this is as simple as connecting with them as a friend on Facebook, following them on Twitter? Uh, well, the the whole issue is about management then, because yeah. it becomes difficult to manage if you've got you know, in your territory as a salesperson, you've got fifty key customers. Yeah. And you've got to try and follow all those 50 people. It becomes very difficult. So, And this is a thing that sales managers don't like because then their staff are spending hours in the office or in their car on their laptop trying to follow everybody on Twitter and Facebook and see what's going on and spending you know, what seems like a waste of time on mm. doing that. So what you need is software that aggregates it, pulls it all together and then presents you with some kind of report so that you can see exactly what you know, the customer you're going to see this afternoon what they've done on social media for the last month or week or day or whatever it is. So you need software that pulls it all together. Recommendations? What have you? Well, again, there, this comes down to the way there are lots of different bits of software, yeah. and it comes down to, you know, what's it got to integrate with within your, your office? You know, if you've used Salesforce or, you know, one of the big kind mm-hmm. of systems, you need social plugins that, that match that. But if you're not doing that, there's plenty of uh, other kinds of bits of software. So there's something called Sprout Social. There's something called Nimble. There's something called Pipedrive. There's something called Basecamp. There's something called Insightly. There's a whole load of different social CRM tools that are really useful in helping people to draw these in. And they really, the one you choose should be the one that you like the most. Yeah. So I, because if you don't like it, if somebody comes, if I go along and say to you, the best one to use is Pipe Drive, which is the one I use. You might go, okay, well, I'll use that because it's the best, because Graham says it's the best. And then you start using it and you don't like it, then you'll stop using it. 
Mm. So actually, you should use the one that you like the best. So I would always recommend to people, go to Wikipedia, where there's a list of social CRM tools. Work your way down the list. There's not many of them. There's about 10. You know. So work down, work down the list. Take the trial accounts. They've all got you know, trials for 30 days or whatever, free of charge. Take the trial accounts on all of them. Work out which one you like the best and then stick with that one. Because what they do is they draw in. So you put your customer's details in and it, it finds their LinkedIn account. It finds their um, uh, Twitter account and so on. And it pulls it all together against their name. You can even connect your email system so you can see all the emails together with the tweets and LinkedIn information all in one place about each customer. I mean, that's fantastic. I mean, that's like that's like something on steroids that I've advised salespeople for for a few years. Is you know, th- simple thing like Google Alerts for your top Why? five, ten customers. Yeah. Then it's a lazy every day. Yeah. You get an email from Google, and if if anything's happened, anything's been published, in it in it sits yeah. in your inbox of links. But this is like that, but much easier, isn't yeah. it? I know also in a, in a much in a yeah. much it's a much much. Uh, much much more robust manner, I suppose. Yeah, and some of them will bring in th- some of the social CRM will bring in a, a, an effective Google Alert kind of mm, thing, perfect. so you can manage the whole thing in one place. So okay. I, I'd have a look at all those, and then you can you can get a, a you know a one page snapshot of mm. your customer's social life, as it yeah. were, so that when you turn up, you've got something relevant to talk about, and you can record that conversation, link it to it, so you can even say in your CRM software, you know, I visited this customer, we spoke about their holiday, and so your note can link it to their Facebook bit so that if you go back in a month's time, you can see what conversation you had and what it related mm. to. I mean, in addition to the social side, which is where your, your, your focus is here, this also throws up business opportunities outside as well, doesn't it? Because you're going to find out about the new office opening or the yeah. new product launch or the the change of personnel which might be a risk or a benefit to you that's going on in the business so this is business intelligence as well isn't it I suppose yeah I mean one uh, an example from uh, a customer of mine was I I noticed uh, the chief executive took part in the ice bucket challenge a few months back and that was on their Facebook page and I thought why is the chief executive on the company Facebook page um, doing the ice bucket challenge and when I spoke to the spoke to him, I saw your ice bucket challenge. In that conversation, came out the fact that they were using Facebook in order to help their staff understand that the that the board, the the people running this quite big company, were actually real people and related to them as individuals. And this, so Facebook was being driven to helping the staff understand the business. Now I didn't realise that's what they were doing, but that conversation, because I'd seen it meant that I was then able to say to them, okay, well, how can we then use other social media? How can we use other systems within your business to get that message across to your staff that you're really doing, you know, a, you, you really are human and that you're not this distant kind of yeah, sport? Yes. Now, I wouldn't have been able to have that conversation with him if I hadn't seen him doing the Ice Bucket Challenge on Facebook, and I wouldn't have done that if I hadn't been following him on Facebook. So... Mm really important that then I'm able to offer them consultancy so I was able to sell a bit of consultancy about how they communicate with their staff brilliant, brilliant. which I hadn't realised was an issue for them because I was talking to them previously about how they communicate with their customers so, so folks the reason Graham is recommending this is because you've made money out of doing absolutely. it it's got, it's got yeah. your sales sorry Phil you're no I, I was just going to say you know can we summarise the action points then Graham for our audience action points for the salesperson action points for the 
cynical in inverted commas sales director like you you mean like me yeah. in this in this particular instance uh, the action point uh, for the cynical sales manager is to do a little bit of internal research and find out how many sales come from the people who have the best relationships with their customers on a personal basis i'm pretty confident that if you did that study you would find that the majority of your sales come from people who have really good personal relationships okay so that that will then confirm to you that actually you need something that helps strengthen those relationships and that's when i would go to this listing of social crm tools work your way through them spend a month testing them out and then go yeah. that's the one for me and then you'll discover that you're able to put everything together and understand your customers even better socially okay and so these the social crm these systems will not be time consuming then because it will do everything for you and you're just looking at the results quite it doesn't yeah. Yeah, the time is in setting it up so you yeah. do need to set yeah. it up put, put the customers names and yeah. details yeah. in you can import those from other systems if you've yeah. got a database you know you can Already import there. all that yeah. there but then it will look up to see have they got an account on Facebook and it will go you know, I think you know this person in your database mm. could be one of these three people on Facebook which one is it and you yeah. go it's that one Perfect. And it connects the two. Okay. Um, so uh, there's a bit of time in setting it all up. Mm. But once you set it up, it then operates mm. in the background. So you're going, I'm seeing this customer tomorrow. Go onto your social CRM and you can see everything that they're doing and give you something good to talk about with them. Perfect. So one, one final question before Simon wraps us up. Um, what's LinkedIn? No, that's a joke, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Are you going to sell LinkedIn? <laughs> Phil is our uh, resident social media technology expert. No, no, he's not. No, no, sorry. Graham. He's Graham. Graham is our social is our social media expert. So fantastic. So some clear actions for people to take there. CRM, very important, um, but it's like anything else. It is an investment first into it in yeah. order to in order to get to get to get the return from it. So that's been fantastic exploring the uh, the world of social CRM. So that was Graham Jones, Phil Jessen, and I'm Simon Hazeldean for SalesChatShow.com. Thank you very much for listening. You have been listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And from everyone here at the Sales Chat Show, we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling. (laughs) 